0: Morning, murderinos. Um, I'm stealing a bit here from a different podcast. Um, we're better than that podcast. Don't worry, we don't <laughs> do, do crimes. So. We only do crimes against uh, Patrick Ross. I think this is a, and none this of is which a, will hold up in court. I think this
1: book is a true crime, though.
0: Yeah, yeah. This book is the truest crime of all. Welcome to Cavoth Killer Chronicles. I am your host, Sarah, and I'm, I've never done a crime.
1: I, I'm I'm your host, Janos, and I want to fucking die.
2: <laughs> uh I'm Summer and I have I've done a few crimes, but just small ones.
3: Uh I'm your host Robin and um all of the crimes that I've ever committed, I want you to know that while I was doing them, my breasts were incredible. My breasts were huge. Um and they were enormous <laughs> and everyone was going like, Wow, big breasts you have there. I love that.
4: And yeah, I'm uh Daniel and I I mean, my thing was already stolen. So is like it the breast? <laughs> the breast? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I thought that I thought that went without saying, but yeah. <laughs> yes, the crime was the theft of a bit. <laughs> Um All right, today we read like I don't know, fucking two hundred of some of the most boring pages I think any of us have ever read in our lives. Mm. Would that be a fair estimation? Yeah.
1: Hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to think right. if there's anything, but I can't. Come on. this was so fucking bad. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: like, i enjoyed like uh, two chapters of it
3: yeah i think i the start of this i mean i'm not going to say that i enjoyed it but i think the first half of the section that we read i thought moved pretty well um i thought there was like a plot mm-hmm. to it and then that little plot ended and then it just ground to this like shuddering halt
4: No, mm-hmm. i've just been reading up I I, I I did not rebuy this book i think i said last time so i'm just using some weird edition what chapter are we actually talking to just so
0: we i put us up to the like another interlude which is interlude oh no i put a post-it note over it it's chapter
1: 46
4: 46. perfect thank you okay just 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 check J check and
0: yeah, um, actually, I'll do I'll do a wee recap for us, and then... Good luck. If I fucking can, good luck. <laughs> okay, so... <clears throat> we start this section out with the Ambrose-Maleficent arc, uh, which kind of goes a lot of places, and ha- a lot of stuff happens, but it never actually ends up anywhere. It, it ends with, like, a fun heist and some hijinks and stuff, whatever. Um... We can talk about the bits of this arc if if we come to it. This is a whole Uh, novella
1: of content there, by the way. Yeah, Yeah. it really
0: is. Um, After that, just stuff happens. Um, chapter by chapter, the plot comes back when this like convenient farm girl from last book shows up and gives him a bunch of information about the blue man group and the Emir, Amir, 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 what they're called. And then there's a bunch of just like bitty bits that have bits about cultures and ideology. And then Kvos gets arrested and skips over the whole bit, and that's it. Blah blah. Yeah, it's pretty much it. Yep. Um,
4: it doesn't invent something, too. He invents he, something. Yeah. Yeah. He gets like yeah,
0: assigned. Catch. Like the artificer guy is like, "Will you
4: please do like a master's project
0: for fuck's sake?"
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, and he does. Okay,
4: I just want to yeah, want to make sure I end in there because that's cause that's my that's my on the back. I uh, I remember very clearly from my first reading, uh, and I still like it. I don't know why. I just I like this little like. Let me show you my thing, and he's like, "Oh wow." Let me ask you a question. Got you, kid. Anyway, it's like this, like back and forth on. I made a thing,
0: Uh, so yeah. I think my pat on the back is the little heist they do for the end of the Ambrose Maleficent arc. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Maleficent. I I like saying Maleficent, um, (laughs) so I'm gonna say that. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's Mm -hmm. that's fun. I just love a wee heist scene. Yeah.
1: I mean, if we're if we're doing pats on backs, uh, mine is even smaller than that. Like, because we. I was thinking back uh, that like in the first book we were saying things like you know Pat is good at like creating vibes I guess and when he's just vibing mm-hmm. it's like quite enjoyable I was mm-hmm. thinking at the at the reading of this book and I think there's are like barely any vibes detectable like most of the vibes are just absent like there's just no vibes it's not even bad vibes mostly it's almost nothing but there was like one chapter for me where the vibes worked for me and it was when they were all getting drunk on the bridge and they were like finally talking about like I, I think it captured the vibe of like you know you're drunk with your pals and talk about your secret crush that everyone knows you have right yeah. mm-hmm. it immediately There's... ruined that by then following up with like an incredibly boring story that quote yeah. <laughs> tells but that one chapter I liked that um that yeah. was chapter
2: mm-hmm. all this knowing Summer, which, what it was like there's the same uh my pat on the back would probably be I wrote in my notes that I liked Devi I'm not sure if I remember why but there's a lot of like good sort of Devi stuff in this that I enjoyed yeah I do like when she and both have a wizard fight right I think I thought that was pretty (laughs)
3: sick actually see see, that was gonna be my pat on the back like when I read that I was like I love how mad she gets at him and how like Um, incredibly powerful she's revealed to be and then I took it off my pad on the back because there are no consequences and um, everything is resolved like within the section that we read Um, so my pad on the back is this little section where um, I think it's Sim says this, like, stupid line about, like, well, actually, only wines from Vintus have a vintage (laughs) technique. Which is, like, this, this, like, stupid little champagne joke that I was there, I rolled my eyes at, but then also I had to admit to myself, I think if I'd read that in a Terry Pratchett book, I'd probably like it. So I was like, okay, fine.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I actually, like, started a list at the beginning of this reading just to, like, differentiate Will and Sim, because we've been Mm -hmm. talking about, like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> how similar they are as characters. So I do have like... were you're doing the Lord's work. Yeah, I have like a little chart where there's What are like... your findings? <laughs> I didn't go through the whole reading with this because it sort of started running into my notes a little bit. But mm-hmm. um, at some point it says that Will is good at looking pretty and Sim does alchemy. Uh, <laughs> Will does not play easy and Sim knows about wine. Uh, Will is failing while Sim is flailing. Uh... And then, uh-huh. oh, Will does know about Scut- Scutton, So they have like their own little alcohols that they're into. Um, Will is dangerous, and Sim is dangerous. Um, uh huh. <laughs> Will attracts girls with short blonde hair, and Sim attracts girls in green. Okay. Um, <laughs> we have the. This Will sounds is- like
4: some lost shakespearean like description of like <laughs> and the elf likes the forest while the dwarf loves the mountains the two of them together never twain jump me i like it's like i don't i just like your reading it's very
2: good uh i have a will is blood phobic while sim is homophobic <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much yes. all i got
3: Oh, you gotta be clipping my mic on that. That's great. Yeah, I think
1: uh <laughs> I have a lot we, to say about the gay panic in this to... section. Oh, oh my god. Fucking fantastic stuff. We Is do need to the, take um... back like everything we said about Will and Sim being like the same guy. Because very clearly like from from like Summers like breakdown I, I think we're just <laughs> completely different. We're just very not smart difference. enough to get uh to get the subtle nuances of Will and Sim. No, but like there, there was. I think for me, my perception of that was that he tries to do some stuff with Sim, like he tries to give Sim yeah. character, and Will I, just completely falls off. The, like I, I cannot tell you a single thing about Will, mainly because has... it focuses more on Sim. I guess. Well, yeah.
3: you c- I can tell you that he has feminine handwriting and is foreign. Okay, but that's not a <laughs> that's not a character.
1: Like that's not a that's not anything. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I do feel like I, I got to know Sim a little bit more in this arc. Like, he does, he's does, he got a thing going on with Fala, he does poetry, he does alchemy, yeah. he... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: That's it. <laughs> it, it. And we're like, what, 200 pages into book two, in which the first book he also features heavily?
0: Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, I- oh, oh, no, I forgot one, he does have uh, generational trauma to do with, I don't know, privilege and prejudice or something. Oh, sure,
4: I mean, who amongst us?
2: I I noted that Sim is like a poet, and earlier in the book, they like talk about how in the future they call Quoth the poet killer. So I'm wondering if that.
0: (gasps) No, Mm. Uh, you've connected the dots.
2: Oh,
3: he's gonna
4: kill. Hmm, interesting. Curious.
2: Sim
3: Sim's gonna write a homophobic poem, and and Quoth is gonna say that's homophobic, and then he's gonna kill him, and then that's. We're all gonna gonna applaud. applaud. The book's gonna be good. Finally,
2: pizza party
4: this is a technology done right
2: (laughs) (laughs) daniel
0: since you have to uh head off early today is there anything you want to like make sure we get no
4: i really i don't i like i don't have (laughs) anything to say in the the thing is there's i guess there's two things but like nothing content based one is like i really really forgot how long we stay in the university in this book like Mm -hmm. in my mind this is the book where it's like oh both leaves the university and starts doing some travel things like that's like in my mind what this one was and I'm like we're really far into it Um, and then also just like how there's still no characters really like there's just like (laughs) I I don't understand how like it's actually kind of incredible how long somebody can be on a page and there just still be nothing so I mean like yeah we went over Will and Sim but like I still like Eve, like, Devi is powerful, because it's sort of like the, 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 the you know, there's a reason that she's the, the lone shark of the town, and, you know, can kind of enforce that. But, like, she's still just, like, this, again, a character you just go to in the room, and you see her, and there's new dialogue options after you hit certain checkpoints, and, like, I don't know, it's just... Uh, yeah, so I don't have anything else to say. I'm just like while I was reading this, I'm just like, wow, I have never read so much that's not substantiated anything. And it's like, and, and like, mm. I'm not trying to say this in a mean way. Like, I'm legitimately at this point, I almost want to reread what I read, like more, cl- like put my like Ph.D. you know student hat on for a moment and go like, what the fuck is happening? Like, literally, how can words mean nothing? Um, so that's, yeah. that's it. I but yeah, I have nothing. I'm, I'll. I'll riff with you all when, with certain sections but there's no other part <laughs> I, I like the i like the arrow catch that I, I said that earlier on i actually do really think that's a, a fun yeah I,
1: thing. I i honestly like checked out at that point when we got to the arrow catch like it it gives we'll get to it i guess when we get to it but like he gives such a detailed description of how exactly it works and i'm i'm like completely because there's so much lore that we're supposed to keep place keep keep like Keep following right like there's another Mm -hmm. MacGuffin that we learn about That I want to I actually like have a thing about But uh, there's That there's this whole like Aris What's it called The thing that I related to the Chandrian Oh Amir Amir. The Amir there's the whole like Amir lore That we're supposed to like keep track of Like there's Mm -hmm. just like so much So much stuff that I don't like Patrick doesn't really make us care about like yeah. It's
0: Janos, yeah, when is this th- around the time you checked out of oh, the books yeah. the first time? Oh yeah. When was that? Before
1: the before the heist even happened. Like mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. around page two hundred and thirty, which um that was right before like right as the Malfeasance stuff starts happening mm-hmm. basically. Uh, mm-hmm. This whole Melphisa, this whole Ambrose plot, it makes me so fucking mad, cause it's <laughs> as I said, an entire novella's worth of like I've read. Uh, I've read John Steinbeck's Canary Row uh, in between uh, doing these episodes, which is like a short, like barely two hundred page book. Like it's about as long as just this one subplot about the Ambrose Melphisa and and it's just like the the difference is like in like how much more defined characters were in that and how much more like stuff actually you know happens uh, how much more it makes us care like it's obvious not fair to like compare uh patrick to uh to one of the great american authors but it just really you know you can you don't have to drag out stuff so much right like it's it's like he's writing, I, th- I feel like I probably said this the last two episodes, but it's like Patrick is writing a long book just because he can.
4: Yeah, I mean, hmm. does it I mean, does it feel like, again, I'm still just trying to figure it out for myself. I feel like there's a, in this section I notice a lot more that almost every conversation is just verbal dueling. Right, where it's like, even like the smallest of things, it's yeah. like, people trying to get in, not like one line, but sort of Quick responses, or there's like people trying to be like the smartest one or get, get in their witticism, or if they're fighting, you know, who gets the final cool line dropped. Um, yeah, like I don't like in that that's not actually a way to build characters or even really relations, right? That's just kind of like I, I so I so that's my guess, I, my current running theory. The reason we keep talking about Pat is because so much of this is about Pat trying to look witty, right? Which is yeah, like, it's like a- the result. Result yeah, it's it, a Joss Whedon
1: dialogue, right? Like it's yeah, a Joss yeah. Whedon thing of everyone talking the exactly the same way. Well,
0: it's yeah. like it's it's. Yeah. I am I'm, I'm pretty sure I feel I feel like I've seen Pat wear like oh, yeah. several Joss Whedon shirts. Like that. We've talked about yeah. this before. Yeah.
4: yeah, exactly. But but I think it's one of those things where it's like it, it, This is this is common in a lot of stuff. I mean, when you watch Shakespeare, I like there are parts where you could tell Shakespeare is like writing and riffing to like the characters not speaking anymore. This is just like the cool good sounding poetry. Sometimes it's in the form of a song and it's supposed to kind of be a performance. Sometimes it's, you know, just in the form of, like, you're going to sit and be awed by, like, beautiful lines. But then, like, what's really great is, like, he also has his characters speak beautiful lines and who aren't just, like, pontificating about, like, truths of the world or just being witty, right? There's just... So it's, like, I, I don't want to say, like... And again, I, I keep feeling the need to do this not to, like, this thing is bad. this This writing habit is bad. But Pat's bad. Until Pat does it, he doesn't do it well, <laughs> and it's kind of all he does. So anyway.
0: Okay, but that mm-hmm. really explains why so much of this section is about picking up girls.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And we and haven't even of gotten of to the
1: sex stuff. Like that's what that's what <laughs> makes me so anxious. That this was, this was to me the most unpleasant reading, not because of problematic stuff, but just like by how how grueling it was to get through. Mm. And we, have, we like haven't gotten, haven't even gotten to the thing that like everyone complains about. So.
0: Yeah, like, but it very much did strike me reading this. Like, they'll just be doing like some normal stuff, like hanging out in the library, and then like there's a moment that like. I know Fella is saying some stuff like Will and Sim turn to each other and they're like, Oh my god, women are so hot when they're yeah. being intelligent. And I'm like, oh Why god. did you put this in? Pat like there was literally no reason for you that line of dialogue to be included. Like you just put that in because you're Patrick Rothbard. It's
1: a boys will be boys thing, I guess. They're like boys at the university, but it's so overdone. Like I don't I don't know. I've been like a boy that age and it's like it's not all we like talked about or thought about like it's just so over uh, it just it's just
0: okay okay what age are you talking about
1: yeah
0: what what age are you talking about
1: I guess you're right like Will and Sim are supposed to be older than that right like it's only quote 15 <sighs>
0: God, it just opened it to the fucking page where, like, Eldin does, like, illegal shit to Felon. and oh, class. God. I
3: hated that. I could not oh. believe
0: that. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it, but it's there and I hate it. We have I... to talk about it.
3: <laughs> okay, <laughs>
0: let's talk about it.
4: So, what chapter are we on? Just... Jesus Christ. Um,
3: this this is... is page 231 in my copy. Um... Yes, my copy as well. It
0: is chapter 29. Thanks. No, wait, the chapter after that. Chapter 30.
4: Yes. Okay, yes. yeah. The other one today, Elden said brightly.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: It's pretty bad. I yeah. forgot about Elidin this. is
3: like lecturing Kvoth on how naming is important and philosophy is important and there are like three ways of doing things. And um he brings Feller up in front of the class and just makes this stupid fucking joke about like but you can do things the Kvoth way and you can grab it by the breasts and then he like mimes while Fella stood at the front of the class like mimes grabbing her breasts and like this is coming on the tail end of the fact that this section that we read has near constant mentions of Fella's breasts like every single time she's literally like every single time she's in a scene it's just they're like oh did I mention she's absolutely stacked (laughs) like (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: And I don't think this was the case in the first book, by the way.
3: No! I I think she
0: was sexualized, but, like, more in a general way.
1: Like, in the first book, her character was, uh, she's, uh, she's hot, but she's one of the guys. Hmm. But, like, just in a, but, like, it was more in a way of, you know, it's like Patrick went from, (laughs) it's, it's like he went through his own, like, his own allegory of like the girl that you uh you have a crush on and you both make star wars jokes mm-hmm. to uh-huh. like the fuck me red lipstick which shows up here again uh yeah. when like when like fella dresses well, his, up like it's like his, she becomes here's... like from the she she becomes from the like she goes through the fucking uh, breakfast club like makeover scene <laughs>
3: right so i I just want to read like so this is. This is in a, a, I think, a different chapter. This is where they're like preparing to do the Malfeasance heist because they're going to get into, oh yeah, uh, Ambrose's rooms to figure out where the like dummy he's using to torture Kavoth has gone. And they meet at the, at the forest. And the way it describes Willem is that he's already there, kindling a fire. The way it describes Sim is that Sim fire arrived a few minutes later, dragging a long section of dead branch. And then the way it describes Fella, is. Her long hair was pinned up, leaving her elegant neck and shoulders bare. Her eyes were dark and her mouth was slightly redder than usual. Her long black gown was gathered close at her narrow waist and well rounded hips. She was also displaying the most spectacular pair of breasts I'd ever seen at that point in my young life.
1: <laughs> displaying is an interesting <laughs> word choice there.
0: And it just. Just, and I'm sure Pat would argue that he's doing that because she's like the bait for Ambrose. Yeah,
3: yeah, and you can argue that, but it so it keeps coming No, yeah, it, it, and I, that would work for me as a as a as a description in that case, if it wasn't for the fact that the rest of this entire section is there, like fella breasted boobily down the stairs. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like quote in growth in book one was. Uh, was the one who noticed fella even though she was like the nerdy girl who was wearing a sweater and then Ambrose is the one who who needs the the porn habitification i guess of, of 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 the fuck me like red lipstickification of uh of of fella to like work his bit ba- i don't know it's weird it's weird man I wanted to talk about if if we already talked about the Elodine scene. The yeah. thing, mm-hmm. the thing that strikes me uh, strikes me about that is that the metaphor Elodin is making is like, okay, I get it, right? Like, I think the metaphor. Yeah, like he's
0: trying to compare like naming to love yeah, and stuff.
1: The metaphor makes sense of how like Quoth is, you know, he thinks like too methodically about everything. uh... And even, like, earlier in that chapter, he says that close uh, example of, like, what can't be explained should have been music. And it gets to the whole thing of, like, yeah, apparently he does feel like this one thing instinctively, but he's, like, he just can't take his mind off. And then, like, the final point is that close way is, like, instead of, like, actually flirting and, like, understanding, you know, the or, like, not even flirting, but just, like, talking about with, like, someone who he has a crush on is, like, his way would be to grabbing her tits metaphorically it's like i get it but it gets to the deeper thing that patrick can only make sex metaphors like it goes back to the hobbit <laughs> post yeah. that's the yeah. only way he can make an yeah, analogy it goes
4: back to the
1: hobbit it's the it's the only way patrick can make an analogy is yeah. to compare something for se- to sex like come up with yeah. it come up with another trick
2: I also feel like the metaphor would have worked just fine without like the human like model.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh for yeah. sure. I mean,
2: fell into it. it was so unnecessary. For sure.
4: yeah, and she's I mean, clearly it...
2: embarrassed by it. Yeah. yeah. And I got to say
0: at least growth has the dignity to be embarrassed about it.
4: Yeah, see I this this I think to me this is also like I mean I'm moving aside from like you know the the, the fair point of like is really just an odd not yeah uncomfortable to read scene in a lot of ways like i on the one hand i like this characterization of elodie right i like like that he's not he's long ago stopped caring really what people think so long as he can get his point across right so he he has no problem making a student feel uncomfortable um and and obviously he is getting to them because like they're both blushing in the scene and the whole student body kind of moves and like okay so i kind of like that he's kind of conducting that he's really in control of the emotions in the room right now, and I and I don't mind that for like the character, Um mm-hmm. and, and like again, it's cool, whatever. What I what ruined it all for me is that it and it ends on a punchline and it ends with Pat coming back in, right? Like if it was if it was yeah. just a scene where like Eladine you know does this kind of thing and it's uncomfortable for them both and it kind of just like ends there and like or if he says something like, now you know now you know both now Relar both or whatever, do you understand or just something that like you know like he kind of. Finishes, but it ends with Eladine saying to Quoth, "Quit grabbing my tits," right? Like, funny, which
1: because is a guy and that would be gay. It, it, or, or it's like he's he's a guy. He's
4: the teacher. Don't grab my tits, Quoth. Ha ha ha! Like again, it's like it, I, it, it's a joke. And so Pat comes back in here. The sort of writer comes back in, here, and you kind of feel like you're supposed to laugh now. Where it's like up until that point, I'm like, this is you know, uncomfy, but Elodin is kind of always making people uncomfy. And like, that's like, again, I'm not, I don't like Elodin for that necessarily, but like, I do not dislike the scene for that in the same, in the, in the same way that I, you know, uh, that we talked about disliking the scene of where Quoth is on the drugs. Um, So anyway, (laughs) I just like, yeah, this, it comes back to like, even these moments where like Pat's need to have the, the sort of the, what he thinks is a witty kind of, you know, you know, punchline or a little you know it just bothers it bothers me anyway just
0: there's there was another bit where i wanted to talk about the just like pat's voice just like being the most obnoxious thing in the room and i think it's part of it has to do with um Sims poetry and there's also this chapter that I can't actually find where Kvoth and Denna are hanging out and they keep like saying like oh you're the rock in my stream. Oh god yeah. You're the <laughs> what to my what and like they just keep having to like one up each other with like fancy language without ever ever being like mm, actually I have a crush on you and we should like date like <laughs> it is the most like obnoxious thing.
1: I think um, I, wanna, but I wanna add I just, oh it's gone.
0: I just to finish like I, what I really hated about that was just like how so much of the how this book is completely about like dating and flirting with women like it seems to be like Patrick's fantasy manual about how you can just win women through the power of your words and if you just say the right words to a woman and like use a flowery language or recite them poetry then any woman will fall in love with you and that's just like will mask all your, all your fucking lecturous traits that you apparently have I think
1: the quote and Dana stuff, like the the will they won't they stuff, could like it almost works with if we set aside the fact that I still don't really have an idea who Dana is supposed to be as a character. (laughs) um, Like if we set (laughs) if we set aside like larger considerations about Dana's character as a whole, right? Like in a moment, there's moments. Where like their chemistry kind of works for me, like their will they won't they? It's just then he like mm. ruins it with stuff where like they one up each other with like these, uh, with like these weird metaphor lines, like. I think Dena's
2: supposed to be like a nega quote. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, like
0: they're so similar.
2: Yeah, this just reminded me of like a scene. Just around that, where they go and pick up, um, Quoth's loot, Mm -hmm. and that was maybe my other pat on the back was that Quoth actually cried, (laughs) like he could have been like heart of stone, but I got through it and I didn't cry, but like I did like that he was like sobbing, that was good. Yeah,
0: yeah, and it's like there's because there's somewhere else where like they're talking about how Quoth. uh, rescued fella from the fishery last book, and like got loads of burns And is like, oh, anyone would do that. Like, there's a few chapters where like Patrick goes out of his way to just like emphasize how Kvothe is just like a natural born hero and like such a generous person. And like, when Denna does the thing with the loot, like that is a thing that Kvothe would do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. Or like whenever Denna like pretends not to know how to play cards and like beats smaller cards, like that is absolutely a thing that Kvothe would do. Um. There's just a lot that she does, and I'm like, ah, oh, real both move there,
2: Dana. Yeah, and they, like, keep missing each other, like, in similar ways. It's like they're both looking for each other all the time.
0: You know, hang on a second. Patrick's just written two Kvoths here, yep. so there's still only one character. In this book. <laughs>
4: there's still only one character. That's right. Um, but, I, mean, but and- I, I on that, I, I do think that's right. And I, and I kind of like that, though, because it's like, it does remind me that, like, I also don't mind, especially in fantasy books, like, especially in fantasy books where I'm kind of like, here, more here for for the i'm here for the beer as it were um like if Quoth, if i didn't have to hear quote's inner character and i was like i don't know following will around or something and he was the protagonist and like he just had this like friend who was kind of eccentric and was like a younger guy who like had a tragic background and was just like good at a lot of stuff and kind of shows up and like like denna or just kind of shows up every once in a while and kind of does some cool things is it you know kind of a scamp but heart of gold and i didn't have to th- their internal thinking and you know monologue and things I'd be fine with that side character right I'd be like absolutely okay with it so I I i really hmm. like if we do we think that if we heard denna's inner thoughts we would still like her at all or like be okay with her or what would, oh, would it really be I don't
1: know like... if she has inner thoughts <laughs> like the way like I, I I don't think patrick has conceptualized her character like deeply enough like I think there's a couple of characters that whether they're good or not is a different question but there's a couple of characters where you can feel that Patrick has like whole reference sheets for them like that he he's really proud of them right I think Devi is one of them I think Elodine is one of them I think mm. Auri is one of them And but, but that's basically mm. it
0: I don't know like I could I kind of feel that for Dana
2: like he has like there's a lot of not necessarily depths, but a lot of detail to what she does. Yeah. He just inverted the colors on his. quote she. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm. I'm not sure. Like other than yeah, I, I. I agree that that she is like an like a like an inverse quote like that. That and that and that makes sense why you'd do the love and trust like that. But beyond that, she feels very elusive as a character which I guess she is also too quote right like she is supposed to be elusive mm. but like it's to a way where, I, where I like if I start thinking about Dana's character I it just confuses me I don't know I don't think she's like necessarily I, I've seen some people say like I looked at Goodreads reviews and some of the negative reviews were I hate Dana so much she's the worst character I've ever created i don't get that like, that seems like an overreaction so far I, so far it doesn't seem true but i i it does it it does make me scratch my head a little bit
4: <laughs> yeah I, I still feel like i i feel like i like denna overall um because i like the the like how little i know about her and that there's this kind of it fe- it feels kind of in like in I, I think in a i don't want to call patrick mature at any moment but like in a kind of except when he's writing teenagers being horny then i want to really point out how mature he is um but I mean, it, it feels like mature writing to sort of have a character who is like you know has a lot going on but like kind of refuses to share what's going on. like i remember and again this is like this is i know this is like spoileritos um, so i won't spoil it but i know there's stuff earlier on where, or later on in the book where like more like Foth finds out a bit about what den has been going through and it's not been great right and there's like an so I, the fact that I know that and kind of am reading these sections and sort of watching Denna be sort of like like Quoth and kind of still being playful around him and sort of you know enjoying this kind of game and knowing that both kind of enjoys it as well and that they're both kind of like I and that we don't have to have the moment where she like has too much to drink and breaks down and goes like yeah so my whole family is dead or something like that. that's not her thing That's both thing you, you know what I mean like we haven't got mm-hmm. that sort of like really. I don't know, annoying moment yet. I, I kind of like that. And I kind of like that. Why does she, keep, where are these men coming from? What is she actually doing? What is she doing on the side? She's not going to university. So like, what does her day to day look like? Like what is, how is she surviving? And all that way. Like, it's kind of, I find that kind of nice, I guess. But I, I think if I knew more, I wouldn't find it nice. In, in, in <laughs> um, that her absence makes, absence makes the heart grow fonder, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. I definitely had a better time with Dena these chapters than I have had like in the first book and stuff. It could yeah. just be because I'm used to her. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, the first book had like the really <laughs> but bad, I didn't enjoy her. the really bad, uh, like courtesan stuff or whatever that was. Um, oh yeah. With the like forty-year-old guy, what was that? Um, in this one, we just have like a hint of like what's going on with like her courtship situations. Just doesn't show up enough. For that to be like as bothersome as it was in the first book, I guess. (sighs) I want to talk about like some larger structural stuff of Mm -hmm. this section Mm -hmm. we read, and specifically like why I hate the Ambrose Malphisa's quest quest so much because it's
0: side quest, please. Yeah,
1: (laughs) it's just like the least interesting way this could have shaken out, right?
0: None of it goes anywhere. Okay, okay, hang on. I think I have like a-, a theory about this. Yeah, and that, like, because it feels like, especially when at the end of this section, Kvoth is like, "Oh, and then I was in the pub, and these guys came to arrest me, and I was in a trial for seven days, and I learned a whole language in three days, and oh, the- all this stuff happened to me." But I'm not going to tell you about that. You can just read about it in the paper, whatever. The fact that this is Kvoth sitting down in a pub telling his story to the chronicler. And Quoth is the person choosing which parts of his life that he's going to tell to this person. Right. Um, and the fact that he chooses to tell Chronicler the Ambrose Maleficent's arc... Like, I'm sitting there reading this, like, why the fuck... Why? Would you choose... Why have you chosen this part? Like, you can why curate your own thing? life. Yeah,
1: that's, that's a good point. So,
0: I keep expecting it to... B's pat being like you know it's it's never the big milestones that really shape your life it's all the small little things like and, do, pl- joining a dnd game with roy of the show roy which ends you up in the p discord servers which ends you up starting a podcast which ends you up starting five more <laughs> podcasts which ends me up here today it's like yeah you know patrick you're right like little things really are the things that like shape the course of your life However, I am yet to see how this is affecting anything whatsoever. It does not change any status effects on Quoth's life. Fucking, any, it, I thought I thought it was going to be something about oh, this is how his relationship with Devi was ended. No, Devi just fucking comes yeah. back. Oh, is this? If anything, he, it's how
3: it's resolved, like with with Devi, yay. because like they have a fight and then she comes and helps him because she hates Ambrose as well.
2: I have to just say, like, this kind of reminded me of the way that, like, Riverdale works, where people <laughs> uh-huh. just kind of forget that they're enemies, which is kind of fun sometimes. Yeah.
4: It's just, Riverdale's a like, Riverdale special case. It's, Riverdale rock. Yeah, it's, it's in the, like, yeah. barest
1: bo- possible, like, if we break down this whole quest, right, like, the way it goes is he breaks in to Ambrose's house, to steal something for Dana doesn't To find specifically
0: it. steal a ring Back yeah. from Ambrose For Denna because it's Dana's ring
1: It's Dana's ring So
0: it's all started, starts with Dana obviously Of course Where else? Then he no falls down
1: I mean. breaks his bones Or like is <laughs> hurt really badly uh, And it has to be kept secret Because he would be expelled if they found this out uh, And then he starts Experiencing malfeasance <laughs> And He's immediately like uh oh I bet this is Ambrose Everyone's like, no, he wouldn't do that No,
0: no, no, you forgot the part where he thinks it's Devi at first
1: No, he doesn't think he... Yeah, I
2: think Ambrose was his first He's first he thought convinced is Ambrose, by but, the others
1: uh, But Will and Sim are like, no, it can't be Ambrose, who else could it be? And then he's like, well, I guess I gave Devi my blood So there's like that whole side quest oh, yeah. side Side quest of having to figure out who did it And it is Ambrose It is the most <laughs> yeah. obvious answer it is yep. the main rival he has. Like, he could have. You could have. Patrick could have, like, zagged at so many places here, but he just, like. It could
2: have been Will. That it, was could amazing. Have been, it
3: could have been Will.
1: <laughs> it could have changed, like, his I could have relationship. I Will. With that the would have been very right? interesting. There could have been an Among Us anywhere. Uh, it could have been, like, some <laughs> other force that he. It could have tied back to the thing earlier for like where where it was like um, he sold a charm to someone could have been like some other like greater force but like that comes back in another uninteresting way and it turned out it was just Ambrose and then the way this is fixed is the way this imaginary problem of someone doing magic against you right is fixed by the way of there is a magical device that Patrick came up with that averts this magic that also Patrick came up with, like it's just like he comes up with a problem and the solution to he comes up with a problem that we can't like that like, of course it's a fantasy problem right? And he comes he the, the solution to that is a completely like a way that he came up with 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 like there on the spot like it doesn't give you any moment of oh that's a clever way they solve this problem no it's like something that you hear, like, as a reader, you read there for the first time. It's a device called the Gram. And then they acquire it by going through the library. (laughs) Which is the least interesting way of resolving this.
0: Yeah, and it's like, they they don't just go through the library. Like, they go through, like, five different steps of trying to get the recipe for, to get the, like, literally the recipe. That's what they have in Animal Crossing. Yeah.
1: (laughs) like to get it's everyone's <laughs> least favorite part of animal crossing <laughs> <laughs>
2: and then they just find the whole thing like he even says like not just a piece but the whole thing yep <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
2: yeah i mean it you know
0: if i'm if i sit down to play dragon quest
1: yeah
0: i've never played dragon quest i just assumed <laughs> that this is what it's like where you have to like get the little special ring to help that villager, and then that villager is really grateful and gives you this magic item that then you can give to a different villager to get a different magic item that you need. Like, and that's probably Smash what quests. the game is like.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's a fine but, thing to happen in your RPG or in your tabletop game, right? That yeah, you the learn same, about the an same. item that fixes it. It's <sighs> just so boring trick. to read about. <laughs> give me anything I can get invested in, right? I'm not... Mm-hmm. I'm not invested in how to find the recipe to an object that well, this, you just came the, up with.
3: I mean, that's one of the like main problems with this book is that every time there is a problem or an obstacle that Kvoth has to overcome, he basically finds the solution about 50 pages later um, every single time. This is like the whole thing with Devi yeah. where he accuses her of being the one who's doing the malfeasance on him. She flips out and she's really upset about it and they have like a battle. And then... Um, when they decide to like go fuck up Ambrose's life a little bit she's like, well I I hate him so I will come and help you with this and um, I guess all is forgiven ish. Uh,
2: This kind of leads into what I wanted to call my um, stab in the back Uh Um, Uh which is just more and more um, just Quoth being so epic and having absolutely no trouble doing any of the magic or anything like it just doesn't end i have like this little this page marked because i i was explaining this concept to my boyfriend and i i was just like reading this part at the time and i read it out loud to him and he was like why are you (laughs) reading this book it sounds awful (laughs) um it's, it's this part where he's like he's doing it's kind of at the beginning where he's doing like the sympathy matches and he's like oh yeah yeah contests of finesse contests of precision contests of focus and control after two span i was the highest ranked student in our class of 23 raylar fenton nipped at my heels in second place Uh, blah, blah blah blah. Dueling required all the subtlety and control of our previous competitions with the added challenge of having another student actively opposing your Alar. So despite my recent trip to the Medica for heat exhaustion, I melted a hole through a block of ice in a distant room. Despite two nights of scant sleep, I raised the temperature of a pint of mercury exactly 10 degrees. Despite my throbbing bruises and the stinging itch of my bandaged arm, I tore the king of spades in half while leaving the other cards in the deck untouched. All of these things I did in less than two minutes. Despite the fact that Vinton said the whole of his Alardo to oppose me. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Just more of that. You know,
0: when you read it like that, <laughs> this really is some My Immortal it's, shit. Yeah, it's really bad.
4: It's really bad.
0: I... And his eyes change color.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Of course.
1: <sighs> I don't get why people like this. Like, because for the first book... I get it, right? Like, I don't think it's a good book, but it has, like, you know, it hooks you, right? I don't get how this has, like, this still has almost, this still has a 4.7 out of 5 rating on Goodreads. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you go on the Goodreads page, you find a rave review by Brandon Sanderson.
3: No! What, When boy. he talks
1: about how, how awesome this book is, how it's even better than the first one, how if you don't like it, the name of the wind. You're crazy. Um, he talks about I'm how Patrick's okay. writing is so beautiful, which
0: is it? I mean, yeah, I, you, yeah, I could see that.
4: Well, so this, this is, this is also, this is. Sorry, just two quick things. One on that, i I feel, I, I, just, I hate it. I hate it. I hate hearing that. But Brandon, um, I'm like reminded how much, like, so much of my problem with a lot of fantasy authors is my same problem with a lot of young adult author fiction authors. With blah blah blah, is a lot of times. These people sort of get into these genres that are mostly market driven right that are not like the sort of what is literary fiction who fucking knows but um end up just reading work within that genre right so a lot of young adult people fiction writers will just read young adult a lot of fantasy will just read fantasy and they kind of like just get into this like oh i don't know this is good for the genre or i like this for some you know but they've just not read a like a paragraph outside of their genre in like years, um, yeah. And it's just like that's that's the only thing I can figure out say. Th- this are. is, but,
0: I mean, I I have listened to a lot of and um, watched a lot of Brandon Sanderson interviews. Hmm. Part of part of that was for dissertation stuff, but the discer- dissertation stuff was because I like Brandon Sanderson. Hmm. Um, I don't respect him, but I like him, and I think he writes good books. He does, and from all those interviews. Every time he is asked what his favorite book is, he always seems to say *Les Misérables* mm. by Victor she- That's So interesting, <laughs> <laughs> um, which now makes me think: Are these chapters the Waterloo chapters of this uh,
4: book? Yes, yes. Mm, mm, curious. Um, I, well, I, I, I could, you know, actually, yeah. I would rather read about the Paris sewer yeah. system. Same, same. <laughs> um, Sarah, wait, real quick, just like because Sarah and I have t- talked about a dissertation stuff before. Have I ever told you my like my big theory of why Brandon Sanderson is good when he shouldn't be? No, please. I would be fascinated it, to know. It's strictly because I literally think it's because he's Mormon, and I don't mean this in a sense of like, you know, I don't know what really. I think, what? Because he doesn't drink coffee. <laughs> no, because what I, think, what I think ends up happening with like certain religious writers is that like or writers who are, like, I don't want to say that we're, like, but like, who are informed by the worldview is shaped by sort of the religion, is that they can, always are kind of, like, trying to get the sort of bigger spiritual beyond the one person's character sort of, you know, place in the world. And what I think that ends up leading to is, like, oh, like, you have to sort of think about larger stakes, and you have to kind of decenter your protagonist, and you have to sort of put people in sort of the, the larger scheme of things. And I, I legitimately think that, like, in a genre that is so um or not i don't say fantasy as a genre but like in the fantasy mode um that is so often plagued by like super powerful protagonists who kind of like just control the world there is a part of that sort of like classic christian this the the individual is kind of nothing until made everything by the divine Right, like that does kind of short circuit that impulse again. I, it sounds really like I'm like romanticizing mm-hmm. Christianity a lot here, and I'm I do not no no don't, because but that's like, that's also I applicable, that's I wish... which which well, is not good. Why, but I think that's also why tol- the best parts of Tolkien, I think, but it's it the has same the same theme. theme. Yeah. yeah.
0: Anyway. Hang on, did you say
3: Twilight or Tolkien? Tolkien. I was going to oh. say Twilight. <laughs> okay.
4: Um, I
3: I said Twilight. I I mean oh. I think that's well because there's like the interval is nothing until made more i.e. bella becoming a vampire in the fourth book and suddenly becoming um suddenly having agency over her own
4: (laughs) yeah no it's the yeah i mean i won't no spoilerinos but i mean that's i mean that's essentially what the mistborn trilogy the very end is like almost quite literally (laughs) the sort of that 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 materializing um i i I
0: was thinking about mistborn mm -hmm. while reading this book because like i think mistborn has like a lot of flaws in like. It's written with the subtlety of a half break. Yeah. Like, Vin is like a sort of carbon copy of a strong female character, TMTMTM. TM, TM. But like, it's all worth it because there's a cool heist. Yeah. So that's how I kind of feel about the Ambrose arc.
4: The, I, <laughs> yeah. I, the cool heist rocks, but the second book I think of that series is so good of just the like, fuck, the world's broken. What do we do? And for like. <laughs> A third of it, they're just going between towns like, oh, shit, this one's fucked, too. And like,
0: Damn. Like, Damn. Fu- wow. Oh, oh, imagine the author being mm. willing to, like, I don't know, change the stakes of your whole book. Mm. Yeah. And change anything at all about the situation in which your characters find themselves.
4: Uh, before I have to go, though, uh, and, 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 and listeners, I, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to go in a second here. Um, I wanted to just say, like, one thing about, like, bring back the arrow catch scene. Again, I keep coming on, you know, hitting on this. Um, but I think it's because it's these. There are two parts here that make me remember it, and it's like these moments of like, this is what I mean, like what I want, and like why. Just having a super powerful character who's never oh, who's always good and you know always wins is not good. It's the so so in this section. In section Kilvin is um, asking, quote, sort of the final questions about the prototype. You know, like what's it for? But then he goes, to, you know, and this is he goes and he says. Um, this is, the like, near the bottom of the, the chapter 44. Um, Kilwin let out a deep sigh, uh, or sorry, no, um, right, I'm not gonna play the first one, the first one's long. Anyway, Foth gets an illegal crossbow, and Kilvin calls him out for it, and Foth makes a miscalculation, he doesn't think Kilvin's gonna know that this type of crossbow is illegal, but of course he does, because, you know, of course he does. So he hollered that up and he goes, but okay, fine. You made this wrong. You need to stop fucking around. You need to get your priorities straight, kid. Like, if you need something like this, come to me. Don't go through legal means. I'm just going to take this from you. We're going to say it's mine and blah, blah, blah. Okay, so Quoth gets a little, like, slap on the wrist. Cool, that's fine. You know, it's not like the big thing. But the, the third thing he goes. So Kelvin goes, third, I see no mention of gold, wire, or silver in your schema, he said. Nor can I imagine any use they could be to put or be uh, put to in such a device as yours. Explain why you have checked these materials out of stocks. I was suddenly pointedly aware of the cool metal of my gram against the inside of my arm. Its inlay was gold, but I could hardly tell him that. I was short on money, Master Kilman, and I needed materials I couldn't get in stocks. Such as your flatbelt. I nodded um wrong follows wrong the stocks are not a money lender's stall and should not be used as such i am rescinding your precious metal authorization so this moment because before we got him banned from the library for stupid reasons but here's this just this moment of like quote fucks up he gets called out on it um there are consequences to his actions that are entirely because of like him miscalculating him sort of under not either not thinking something through or just like of course that was a bad idea to like Steal the materials from this sort of uh, you know anyway. So like, I, I don't want to like say this is too because immediately it becomes better and oh everything is back on be you know good at the end of the chapter. But in this like one moment, I like really really liked quoth I could see him looking <laughs> down. I could see him kind of like sighing, going, "Oh fuck!" Like I I thought this because it's also it's also built in this kind of like. I don't want to say racism, but like Folk's like, oh yeah, he's a foreigner, he's not really gonna know what's you know what's going on around here. Not, you know, forgetting that he's a master artificer at the university. Um and it's just like all this sort of stuff comes together. It's very clear where Quoth messed up. The punishment is very clear. If Quote like learned from this or sort of had a bigger thing, that'd be great. But we all kind of know, of course, Quoth's problem with this all is going to be that he got caught and that he was poor to begin with and like what I did wasn't wrong. There wasn't anything wrong about like abusing these things because i'm so brilliant and if i'm allowed to abuse all the rules then everything would be better the problem is i got caught i'm not gonna learn anything from this blah 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 but
1: for this one moment
4: there's like ah okay he got caught
1: and i do i do think that's like one of the like rare scenes that had like some extra tension to it in that way uh and you know kilvin is kilvin is a genre staple not 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 maybe not like a fan but like a genre staple of, like, the boarding school book genre, like, you know, or mm. the, like, the, like, Bildungsroman genre, I guess, but, like, a lot of, you know, Harry Potter also has all of these, like, has the, like, you know, it's the strict but the strict but fair teacher or the teacher who, like, likes the protagonist but is also, you know, not gonna... is gonna sometimes bend the rules but not too much. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I guess Patrick does that genre staple like decently mm. like the Killman stuff is stuff, stuff is mm. mostly good it's just like but every other like... pat on the back we have it's just like so rare
4: yeah but it's yeah it, for it also to be long-term good Quote has to like actually learn from him because then we think back about the things that Kilvin taught like we finish the book and we think about the moments of growth and these small moments of growth where teachers and friends teach you things not just like literally in a lecture but you know by sort of putting their foot down or telling you, you fucked up kid. And it's sort of hard to learn lessons. And, you know, if quote took this moment and all of a sudden began to respect more like, oh shit, you know, if I, if I advan- take advantage of the stocks all the time, if everyone did what I did, then this whole system would work. It, it just wouldn't function like, oh, like maybe. And then begins to think about like larger systems beyond himself and the ways in which, you know, just being a special of guy isn't going to get you through everything, blah, 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 <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Right. Like that's how it becomes impactful and good, and like you know something good in the genre, not just like here's a stock, another stock character who you know maybe gets it to quote but doesn't actually. Anyway, it's, I I just it, it's hollow because there's nothing. Yeah, um, but there is there is a there is an out, outer crust to make it hollow. So. Mm. That's it. Sorry, I do have to go, pals. I am currently uh, in a hotel room, and my partner has been in the garden, sort of waiting for me to finish recording this. Uh, Fair enough. This, this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not going to let Pat ruin uh, any more of my evening. Uh, although you have all made it much better, so um, I, will, I will. All right. Have a good one, Have later. a good Bye. Guys. Bye. Bye.
3: Bye.
1: So.
0: All right, guys. Now that the cis hat's gone, you want to talk about the bisexuality scene? <laughs> <soon. laughs>
1: Jesus
3: <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I really, I have been itching to talk about this since I read it. I mean, there's a couple. There's like two. No, there's three bits in the section that we read that um, made me look up at the camera and and roll my eyes.
0: Um, okay, um, yeah, because I have the ambisextrous part. Yes. Which honestly I feel like it's a pretty good pun and we should use it in real life. But if I used that in yeah, real life, yeah. I would know every time that it came from Pat, yeah. and then I would feel horrible.
3: Yes. Um <laughs> What what were the other what were the other ones? So there is the fact that um, Will has feminine handwriting as judged by Kvoth and Sim. And that to me hits a little bit too close to the like effete foreigner trait. What does the word "defeat" mean? Um, so, in in this case, like uh, Campbell Gay, in a sort of very eff- uh-huh. affected one. So, like he's right. very so like, completely... like I'm I'm doing I'm doing the the wrist flopping hand signals. Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I can. No, yeah. you're completely right. right about
1: that. I just also forgot which one was Will, so that's why I didn't like. <laughs> he's register the foreign
3: one. <laughs> yeah. We we need Summer's list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then there was the bit where. Um They are. I think they're in the the Aeolian, and somebody I can't remember who. Point, I think Dana points out that there is a table set behind them where two girls have been eyeing Will and Sim, and the guy they're sat with um, has been eyeing Kvoth And both immediately um, has the Kill Bill sirens like going <laughs> in his
0: head. <laughs> Damn, I must admit I, miss, I missed that bit. Completely,
3: Cause it's in the it's in the like same chapter as the whole like ambisextrist bit.
0: Oh right, okay.
3: Um, but then they have the whole conversation about oh yeah, Dioch His um, he owns this place with his his uh, with the other guy who owns the alien. I can't remember his name at the moment. Um,
0: yeah, the the bit. Um, I just want to read the part out because this part, uh, like. So yeah, it's like, blah, blah, ba what? Simmon said, well, Dioch isn't sly. Dana blinked at him. He and Stanchion own the Aeolian together, she said. Didn't you know that? They own the place, Sim said. They're not, you know, together. Dena laughed. Of course they are. But, but but Dioch is up to his neck in women, Simmon protested. He he can't. Dena looked at him as if he were simple. Then to Will and myself. The two of you knew, didn't you? Willem shrugged. I hadn't any knowledge of it, but a small wonder he is a Basha. He is attractive enough. Will hesitated, frowned. Basha, what is word for that here? A man who is intimate with both women and men? Lucky, Denna suggested. Tired? Ambidextrous? Ambisextrous, I corrected. That won't do, Denna chided me. If we don't have impressive-sounding names for things, no one will take us seriously. That's kind of the end of the bit. is yeah.
2: that not impressive? That's a
1: that's a, perfect- <laughs> it's a pretty impressive word
3: it's pretty good work yeah like
1: oh, yeah. It's i'm so me.
3: embarrassed by i'm so like personally embarrassed by the like oh he's attractive enough to be a bisexual i'm that's like worse, looking yeah. i'm looking away from the book like uh... Uh, uh yeah
0: it's just like oh it's the it's the haha join us for three threesome kind of fucking attitude for to bisexuals i like how um,
2: Simmons gets the same like uh, vibe, or he like has the same reaction that Quoth had when uh, Devi mentioned something similar, just blinking and just staring blank. Yeah, he just like yeah, like, <laughs> cannot
0: comprehend this. Yeah,
1: but this feels like to me this this whole this this paragraph or like this this little section. This feels like Patrick in which year did this come out?
0: Like twenty ten. 2012? Yeah, so this was, like,
1: yeah. the way you would earn walk points in 2011. And he did. And he did. He did. I remember he has... them giving them out to him. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he does have that, like, you know, McElroy Brothers, um, the, the, like... What's the word for it? The, like... The... The cishats who are, you know, one of the good ones. Cry. Mm. You know, it has the uh, yeah. yeah. Which is always a bit sus, but whatever. But like it's it feels like him being like, hey, I am I am giving you a wink and a nudge to the readers that yes, gay people do exist in my fantasy world. Isn't that cool of me? And Dana is um, cool with them. Unlike these uneducated boys.
0: Yeah. I rem again. I remember, you know, I gave him work points for this in like twenty fourteen. Yeah. Um, I took them out of my purse and I handed them over, um, without sort of really thinking about it. Yeah,
1: now you regret it because you're out of work points.
0: Yeah, I want my I want my money. I want my work points back, Patrick. Please, can I get a refund?
1: <laughs> no, damn it. Non fungible work points. I'm
3: so sorry.
0: <laughs> Not so fungible work points, NSFW. Um. Fuck what was I gonna say?
3: I've forgotten. Um, um... his his work points reced in this book because so like, this is the this is the bit that I hated I mean, yeah, maybe the most in like this whole section, which is where like they do this whole heist on Ambrose's apartment and yep. he has like a doll of cloth um that he's using to do like he's like poking it with pins and going Wah! and it's it's causing him pain and they have to basically find so they decide to set a fire because it's like the easiest way of concealing what they've done and during the fire um, we only find out this afterwards when Will and Sim both gleefully share that I can't remember which yeah Will wrote which now doesn't fit with the character- characterization because Sim is the poet but Will wrote um, a couple lines of poetry to Master Hem for him, and Sim, while he was pretending to put out the fire while squashing the dummy in the flames outside the window, gathered some scraps of women's underwear um, in the rest of Ambrose's things. What? Yeah. Did you miss this? Yeah, I think I might (laughs) have
2: missed a piece. And they all had a good laugh about it.
3: They all had a good life. Wouldn't it be funny if Ambrose
1: wore women's clothes? Would be so funny. That would be. That's like such a good way to own someone. <sighs> but this is it so. It's just
3: like, it's so unnecessary. We there are a million and one ways to say that Ambrose is a shitty person. Making it look like he wears women's clothes, yeah, is is just. It's not one of them, and it comes off as so like our worldy for for lack of a better phrase yeah. That yeah it took me completely out of the story yeah
1: absolutely and it's ju- it, it just it's just so it's two- so juvenile it's so 2011 too like it, like yeah. really dates dates itself as this like joss Whedon at the height of his powers <laughs> era of <laughs> wokeness of like of like male feminist you know Cishet ally, wokeness, where it's like, you know, you have, you can, if you have a nudge earlier in the book where you acknowledge that gay people exist and you're actually cool with them, that means it's perfectly fine to, like, have a funny, like, men wearing women's clothes bit.
0: I actually want us to put either a pin or a lid on this because I think the fact that Patrick explicitly brings up that queerness exists in this mm. world in this sort of starter section of the book will come back very much to suck Fantastic. shit later on in the book um when not even not, not 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 to do with like the sex fairy parts but just some other things i'm thinking like i'm thinking we get into sexuality in a big way in the latter half of this book and i kind of want to see more discussion on this for then
1: Mm-hmm. I think one yeah. of the scariest um, thing you can things you can say is not to do with the <laughs> sex fairy part.
0: <pipes>. Like, <laughs> <chances> How <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the sex fairy is not even the worst part of this book to me. Great, no, oh. it may be the most thing. people, but it's not to me.
2: I just remember it being kind of boring, but I can't wait to reread it.
0: I d- I do. You know what? I remember there being a lot of like fun like. Ooh, wibbly wobbly timey wimey laws of space and time fuckery in right. the sex fairy part because they're in the fae realm and I remember having a lot of fun like just being in the fae realm oh, oh and also they were having a bunch of sex that's all I remember <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. so actually it might be fine
1: <laughs> maybe it's gonna maybe it's gonna be good maybe it's gonna rock maybe I'm not, we're I'm taking not back really everything we said uh, about Patrick like from <laughs> I can't even pretend this is a bit like. I'm just, Patrick writing about sex must be so uncomfortable. Okay.
0: okay, but I also, there's a part, there's a note I have in this book which is just like, Patrick, why don't you just write like steamy, <laughs> erotic fantasy sex novels? Like, I think he would yeah, be better at that. Yeah, that's what he wants. It just feels like what he wants to write. Like, just just do, just write
3: You know, what, trick. this is how I feel about another author, James Herbert, who's a horror writer, and he wrote um The Rats series and I've read like a few of his, his books and they're like pretty mediocre as horror novels go but in every single one of his books without fail there is a really explicit and and I would actually say quite well written sequence and they're like James you don't have to write about mutant rats <laughs> you can just write an erotic novel if you want it's okay by me
1: <laughs> yeah like it's okay I forgive you yeah I mean I Here's the thing, if Patrick would have just like written erotic fiction, we wouldn't do this podcast. None of us would have found this that is that, is that good?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know, I, I'm glad together.
1: we're doing this podcast, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Yeah, I was uh, having a lot of fun. <laughs> but also, I had to read like some really grueling 200 and something pages today and we're like, not even a third into the, maybe approximately a third into the book. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, um,
0: do we have anything to say about the like the latter half chapters that are just like
1: bits? Of we have to talk. And now about... I'm
0: talking about a different country.
1: Oh, so
2: what I love fuck how we is... just completely skipped like talking about the the giant lore chapter the story. Yeah, I was
1: gonna <laughs> I was gonna bring that up, but I don't know what yeah. it is. So if anyone but, like, can explain lore this lore do we to get me
2: in it.
0: Like, I... as, as in the lore about the aviator yeah. or the lore yeah. about the story
1: that Oh, we got to talk about the story because here's the thing the ambrose quest is done it's mm-hmm. over uh we got he got owned by uh being accused of wearing women's clothes uh and it's a huge happy uh-huh. ending uh-huh. uh you know it's the friends we made along the way uh they all united by their common hatred of Ambrose uh, Sim and Fella might be getting together uh, and it's this whole, this whole bit is like you know as you said earlier Sarah like maybe the point is making by like making the Ambrose quest so uninteresting is that maybe sometimes uh, the you know the most suspicious guy is the guy who did it and because that's how it goes in real life. It's not like in stories. And to demonstrate that, Quoth when he and Will and Sim get drunk, uh, they bring up his Adamaru heritage, and they make him tell the most boring story you've ever heard.
3: They the him, thing is, they, they ask, can you do the like stereotype story for us, please? <laughs>
0: yeah. Like, and th- this story, you know, it's just like a, an old beggar goes and talks to like several different culturally distinct groups of people from different places and the only people who are nice to the, him are the ademaru um, and then at the end, Will and Sim are like, that was a shit story. Yeah. <laughs> and Both are like, well, it's not like a story that we, Edemaru, usually tell other people. We just tell it to ourselves <laughs> to make we ourselves feel shit. culturally superior to other groups. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it has this... Well, actually, <laughs> you guys aren't just... You guys aren't intelligent enough to get this story. This was the
1: section that I found hardest to get through. Like, even though the, the chapter is only like four or five pages... The way it's written is like it is written in this like old timey story way, but it lacks all the. It's Patrick has this thing that that writers sometimes have when they have a story in within their story, uh, where they like attempt to do a different thing, like attempt to write in a different style, but but he doesn't get what makes folk stories like enduring. Like, which would be that it has, like, simple-to-follow interesting things happening. It's just a story Mm -hmm. about a guy, like, eating with other people. And then he has a name and he's just an old man.
0: I mean, (laughs) this feels like a symptom of Patrick's... It feels like Patrick is, like, twirling his beard and moustache at at us. And being like, oh, but stories don't always like real life isn't like stories stories don't always go the way you would expect like it feels like he's trying to say stuff about stories by like on purpose not doing the stuff that makes a story good which then makes the story not good Mm -hmm. yep and like it feels like he's doing that with the entirety of these books by again Not focusing on the exciting, like, pizzazzy stuff of Kvothe's life, but instead doing the, like, the the real friends or the friends we made while breaking into our enemies' dorm rooms along the way type stuff. Yeah.
2: Which is just not good to read. My ADHD brain was uh, trying to get through this chapter, but, like, it was (laughs) just fuzz. Just fuzz. (laughs) I absorbed nothing.
3: Yeah, I I got to this bit and I was, like, outside, like, sunbathing and I, like, put it down and, like, audibly groaned because I was just... (laughs)
1: Yeah, I I was reading this book, like...
3: Like, I got down, like, several times in in the course of of trying to read this scene just because I was, like, what are you telling me? And I learnt from the last book where the last book had the story about, like, the... The, like the gods and how the yeah. gods got all their stuff and I wrote it all down because I was like okay this is going to be important for later and it never was, it was so never I was important. like well I'm not going to write any of this shit down like...
1: I felt exactly the yeah. same way Like, I, rem- I, I, I was reading this like late at night yesterday because I was like oh shit we're recording tomorrow and I haven't made as much progress as I was hoping to because it's really boring uh, so I was like <laughs> mm-hmm. reading until like after midnight then I got to this chapter, and I saw that this is go- the next chapter is going to be, quote, telling a story. And I was like, okay, so it's a good point to stop for me now, because I, I won't be able to absorb any of this. And I remembered <laughs> I remembered that the story we had in the last book, that I also didn't absorb any of that. Uh, so I was already, like, you know, not confident in Patrick's ability to tell a story within a story.
0: I mean, what I think part of the point of this story here and then some of the chapters surrounding it because they start talking about like cultures in places other than where they, wherever the fuck they are yeah, right. This the, well, the, well, the, well, reading through these last wee chapters was the first time I actually bothered flipping through to the map at the front and be like alright what are these countries called because <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> um, they were talking about like the Adim. they were talking about Vintas they were talking about some other stuff Which again, like we we Daniel and I and Summer have talked about this being the book where Kvothe does in fact leave the university. Wow! And travel to somewhere else for more than two chapters. (laughs) Um, So it does feel like uh, Patrick is setting the scene to be like, oh, hey, remember? There's like a world outside the university, and you should maybe think about that.
2: It's so weird. I remember like the whole book being outside of the university, but we're like three hundred pages. Or whatever. No, more than that. Yeah, God, we're so far in, like halfway through almost. Oh no. And like I am wondering if. Uh... Th- I
3: mean, that's that's mostly what bugs me about this whole book so far is that we've done all this. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Like that's the same everything that's shit.
3: happened. Like he's fighting with Ambrose. He's grafting for his tuition. He's yet yeah, will they won't they in with Denna. He's. Talking to Feller and Will and Sam, Muller is there. He's getting in trouble with his teachers. Uh, uh, like I know. So <laughs> fucking Amanda yes. they said Molder
2: is there, and I was like, wait, a fun little uh, X Files <laughs> one.
3: <laughs> but like this, so even the Ambrose. bit like I that's those were the bits that I even liked a little bit more because he's really easy. He's like a really easy villain to dislike. Yeah. Um, but there's like, even the beginning of this section where Fella meets the boys at the Aeolian and is there like, can you explain magic to me? And then they do God. and she's like, but isn't that hard? <laughs> is this is too difficult for my woman brain to understand. And I just feel like Fela's, uh, sorry, Denner has been shown to be so her lip and being like, oh, but that sounds difficult. <laughs> And they, they, like, explain sympathy again as if we didn't read the first yeah, book. Yeah, it's the god, All so of rules of every book
1: of this book. Right?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did. There was one interesting part in there, though, where Denna mentions that she, like, knows someone with, like, Death Note powers. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah like,
0: that was yeah, kind of cool. Stuff. Yeah. I, 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 like, did read that and I did, like, a big eyes emoji because I was like, oh my god, like, there's a hint that, like, Denna has, like, seen some shit in the way that Kroth has seen some shit. And again, D- Denna back again at Dana being like the mirror verse, of mirror, mirror verse, Um, I, I did eyes emoji and then you know it might come up again I don't know I can't remember it ever coming up again I don't
2: remember it either yeah I don't know well, whatever of Stone comes out we'll find out <laughs>
3: <sighs> I'm on the edge of my seat truly yeah
0: Yeah. Um, I don't want to end this podcast without at least mentioning Puppet
1: yes Puppet, I have nothing to say about puppet.
0: I I I thought puppet was great. Um, he was there for like one chapter. Um, Patrick introduces like this really cool character who lives in the library and makes puppets. Um, he he does describe him as having shelves full of figurines, which (laughs) made me picture a lot of Hatsune Miku's, which really
3: improved the chapter for me. You were just like Um, pointing at the book and going, "Me too."
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. And then he, after introducing this really cool character, he's just like a weird guy that lives in the library, he then has both go on kind of like a long ramble about like, oh, some minds take to Arcanum training easily, some just crack and go a little weird. Like, come on, Patrick, can you not just let him be just a guy with autism? Why do you have to just like... Make it explain it as like, oh, this is like magic. fucks you. Like, no, like he just has a special interest. Come the fuck. Yeah, out we cannot, <laughs> we cannot
1: overstate enough how much quote sucks to read. Yeah. Like,
3: even like, sometimes, everything. one of his friends turns to the reader and says, "You're so special." <laughs>
0: Like, sometimes it feels as if Patrick is very self-aware about how Kvothe is, especially whenever he meets Puppet, because Puppet has a thing where he just, like, notices the mannerisms of everyone around him, because he's, like, a puppeteer. It's just like in Becoming John Malkovich. mm mm-hmm. um, Sorry, I just had a weird flashback Becoming to that John movie.
2: Becoming
0: John Malkovich, yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> So now I'm imagining Puppet played by John Malkovich. Um, I'd like
1: that. I know. Anyway. I mean, if uh, we would have to watch a uh, Name of the Wind adaptation, like, in some day, you, know, you might as well have John Malkovich in it.
0: Yeah, yeah, you can play it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but your Puppet, like, notices a bunch of stuff about Kvothe, about how he's just, like... And, like, you know, is calling him out on stuff. Is being like, damn, why does this? Why is this guy such a little like thinking freak? Like he's so weird. Like why can't? Yeah, and that was fun.
2: I love and the felt freaks like, in this book. They're good. Yeah, yeah. there's
0: some good freaks. It felt like Patrick was self-aware of how much of a little cunt Kvoth is <laughs> in these moments. I, I wish know. one
2: of his friends would just be like, fucking, like, look at yourself. <laughs>
3: Yeah! Oh if they'd stop fawning over him to be like, shut the fuck up, dude, like,
1: <laughs> for two seconds, man. But I kind of I... kinda hate the self-aware moments, like, every time there's these, there's also, like, that, I don't know, there's, like, every time where, like, a character comments on, like, how quote is, I'm like, if you're aware of this, then why do you still make me read this? Like, it just feels I... like he's I trying have... to have it both ways, like, he wants his protagonist to be epic... And you want us to, he wants us to feel that it's epic, but also that, you know, if you if you, you were to, like, criticize Quoth for, like, being annoying or whatever, well, this character also thinks that is. Anyway, yeah, I don't know, like, this to me, the self-awareness just, like, makes it even more exhausting.
0: Yeah, because it's like, you clearly know yeah. that he sucks, and yet you just have, I have several notes throughout this section, along the lines of, like, Will and Sim only exist to be someone for Quoth to talk to.
2: Or talk at.
3: Yeah, totally. Uh, You know, you're wrong, uh, uh, Summer listed all of their important characteristics (laughs) before. We cannot forget (laughs) Summer's list. Uh That's
2: right. (laughs) Dangerful, dangerous.
1: (laughs) One of them's foreign. (laughs) Yeah. One of them likes, do we want to talk about the poetry stuff? Like, I don't know if there's anything what is there to to say about, <laughs> say about it, but it's like I think it's supposed—breasted boobily. Yeah, it's supposed to. It feels like it's it's supposed to be like another one of those bits where like he's trying to show quote being owned. Like he's always like poetry sucks, but then you know Sim comes up with these poems that I think we're supposed to think are cool or at least fellas.
0: Can we read some?
1: Do we have any on hand?
0: There's one on page 261, which is in chapter... Damn, this is a long chapter. 33. 33. You want to read it? Oh, I can read it, okay. It's the one with the caesura in it. First came our fella, fiery eyes flashing, crossing the cobbles, strength in her stride. Came she to Ambrose, all ashes around him. Grim was his gazing, fearsome his frown. Still, fella feared not. Brave was her, but Simon came to an abrupt stop before saying the word bosom and blushed as red as a beet.
1: Yeah, there we go. Fantastic.
2: Stupid. Can't help but look at her boobs. She loves it. Yeah, that's the thing that bothers me about all the, like weird attention that the girls get is like they just fucking eat it up they love it so much
3: there's like an earlier scene where mola the like medic says something kind of harshly to either either kvothe or sim and then they like chastise her for it and she's like okay i'm sorry and sim is like if you i'll forgive you it's fine and i'm like you don't have to say yes what the fuck
2: (laughs) That scene was so painful to read.
3: Yeah, I found the other I found the other Sim poem. Oh great, let's yeah. go. Okay. Sim, more like sim. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Um, it kind of is. Sort we the Scrivani, word work of Surtha, long lost in ledger, all hope forgotten. Yet fast found for friendship, fair the book bringer. Hot comes the huntress feller. Flushed with blood rising to ripen the red cheek rouge, blue, rouge bloom of booty Beauty, not booty. I'm see, I'm I'm Freudian slipping here.
1: <laughs> you just wanna read like this the next two lines means. or the bits here.
3: That like one, how how, how
1: Fella reacts to it.
3: Oh okay, it says that sort of thing, Simon said absently, his eyes still scanning the pages in front of him. I saw Fella turn her head to look at Simon, almost as if she was surprised to see him sitting there. Oh, this is the bit where and he's it, like entire and then paragraph. She saw him, yeah, for the first time as a as like a man. Um, <laughs> she's like, "Damn, you 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 write poetry about my boobs."
0: You know, I honestly, the, Sim is getting the quoth treatment here, where he gets to do something completely epic, or at least in the worldview of the world, without really thinking about it, just like on accident. Like, oh, he's so good at poetry that like he's just like you know, wings this out, like, on the fly, while not paying attention, while reading a book, isn't Sims so epic? Yeah.
3: Like, he he just had that ready to go, huh? Yeah, I mean, it's not... Again. <laughs> I don't
2: think your breasts.
1: this poem is, like, very impressive. Like
3: He
2: probably well, just, just, like, wrote, you know, wrote just talks it, like, about it has an hour earlier, hoping someone would ask.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it feels like, yeah, to me, cause, yeah. Cause, to me, it doesn't even feel like he actually came up with, like, to me, the way like quote describes it afterwards is like, yeah, man, Simon actually has a game because he ha- he had all all this prepared, but he played it off like he just came up with it on the spot. Like that's that's what it comes across this to is... me. Because there's no way you just come up with a poem on the spot.
3: I mean, he apparently can. I mean, I yeah. I don't know. This 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 book is just like they all went away and read the game. <laughs> they went. They...
2: <laughs> this is Sims one power. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his one personality trait
1: I don't get why this I mean not to not to play the same thing that I said like the 'cause because the last time when like Manet did his like supposedly like really impressive thing where he got like Marie around I was like would this work on you but, like would um, this work on you absolutely not <laughs>
3: I mean, if I mean honestly, I'd be I'd be like impressed if a guy like was able to improv poetry. But if the poet was about my <laughs> right? my blushing yeah. chest, I would I would. <laughs> I'd be
2: so uncomfortable. I would never want to be in the room with him again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: And it's not like You're like huh? It's not like she had a crush on him like all along. But it's like, I think like a, at the beginning of this chapter or so, like when they're like when they're like uh you know coming up with this idea to like spend a lot of time in the library to find the recipe to this mcguffin mm-hmm. uh oh, quote yeah. is like yeah will and sim will come along and help and then all of us will uh you know for with with eight eyes we can find the we fi- can find this book maybe quicker and then fella is like well will is a s- scrive but like what can sim do and then Quoth does this whole like reddit rant about how sometimes the nice guys are the ones who are like not being noticed you remember that part yeah no
3: cause, yeah because he's like oh sim never gets any attention from women but but actually he's a really cool guy once you um look under
1: his like spectacles or once whatever. you read
3: summer's list <laughs> right yeah
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, once you listen to his slam poetry I th-
1: Okay, I, 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 found, I found a bit. It's. Uh, he says, uh, I can bring in Will and Sim to help. Uh, Willem works here, Fella said, but Sim has never been a scribe. It's probably just getting in the way. I gave her an odd look. Do you know Sim very well? Not very, she admitted. I've seen him around. You're underestimating him, I said. People do it all the time. Sim's smart. Everyone here is smart, Fella said, and Sim is nice, but. That's the problem, I said. He's nice. He's gentle, which people see as weak. And happy, which people see as stupid. I didn't mean it like that, fella said. I know, I said, rubbing at my face. Um, I'm sorry, it's been a bad couple of days. I thought the university would be different than the rest of the world, but it's just like everywhere else. People cater to pompous, rude bastards like Ambrose, while the good souls like Simon get brushed off as simpletons. Like, this is, is just is uh... Simon the
2: son of a duke? <laughs> yes he yeah. is yeah. <laughs> that's such yeah. a good point oh my god <laughs> because actually
0: that yeah, again you that paragraph just like slid off me <laughs> like water off a duck's back like it's just like it's te- it's words and sounds from Patrick Rothfuss that some- sometimes you just gotta let them pass through you
1: mhm yeah, but he's like
0: realized how how nice guy it was until you read it in context. Holy fuck! And yeah, like, in context, the bit where he wins all those um the duels, the fucking Yu-Gi-Oh duels in class, like summer. You reading that? Just I was flashed back to whenever me and my flatmates got obsessed with like audiobook versions of My Immortal. <laughs> like genuinely, <laughs> I don't know. Like do because there is that bit where. Quoth is reading like some problematic texts, and Sim is like, Why the fuck are you reading those? Those are super problematic.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kvoth he does, is, like, another, actually, he does like... another Reddit thread about how.
3: Uh... He does a Twitter book thread about problematic <laughs> authors.
0: Okay, yeah. Oh, my God. It's called. Cha- it's chapter 41, which is called mm-hmm. The Greater Good. Yeah, oh, Sim recoiled from the book as if it were red hot. An original, merciful tell you. It's almost probably written on human skin. Get it away from me. And then they talk about. um. Kvothe says some stuff a few lines later. Um, Gibea's research on the human body was the most thorough ever done. His journals are the backbone of modern physic Um, and um, you know, it turns out this guy's done huge war crimes and stuff like that. And it's just like, I'm reading this and I'm like, Patrick, why is now the time that you've decided to like introduce ideology to us?
3: <laughs> right. Like, what is going on here? This is, I reckon, and I think this is in real life, Patrick learned about Galen. Um, and was like, damn, that's a cool kind of guy who did, like, vivisection. I guess I'll pop that in my book. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think he was just reading about ancient medicine and was there like, damn. I'll use this.
0: I mean, like, you know, I guess he does um, the rest of the chapter. Actually, this is one of our new chapters about the emir and how the emir were all allowed to do anything in service of <laughs> the greater good. Um, so <laughs> therefore this like war criminal scientists was part of the emir because he was doing all these crimes in service of the greater good in medicine. Um fucking okay. Maybe it'll come back and be relevant. Yeah we'll see um, about that
2: <laughs> we will see.
0: I <laughs> yeah. I did find it interesting that Sim the reason that Sim was extremely offended by both giving this guy any lip service at all was because, like, his ancestors were, like, from where this guy was from and probably participated in the war crimes. And I was like, oh my god, I'm, like, learning things about Sim. Mm-hmm. Great, I guess.
1: But that's what I'm saying. Like, everything's about Sim. Like, this, this section was, like, weirdly Sim-focused. We are learning a lot of stuff about him. I still don't really, like, get a grasp of him as a character, at at the same time, it makes Willem's existence like even more like nothing or even more like bewildering to me, I guess. Cause, like, now that sim actually gets stuff to do. Who the fuck is
0: Willem? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like they're turning up, they're turning the slider on the brightness contrast dial, and it's really highlighting the white guy, but like the black
2: guy is fading into the background. <laughs> yeah. As far as I can remember, as <laughs> well, he doesn't really get like much time in the spotlight either. Yeah,
3: yeah I don't. Rem- I don't remember like what he studies. Like if he has a special a uh, specialty, it's
2: looking attractive, mm-hmm. according to whenever they talk about Sims into alchemy and Willem on the other hand.
0: Y- you know maybe you know Willem doesn't need like
3: a personality. He's foreign. That's his personality. That's you know? true. Yeah, but, but, Yeah, and he he's kind of he has a feminine handwriting and he's foreign. Um, yeah,
0: that's all you need. That's in a, a character. character. I'm out of things to say.
3: I am just going to take a real quick skim of the men stuff which we've sort of gone through. Um yeah. It just like it keeps ramping
2: up. I I can't even believe I don't remember this from the first two times I read it. It's like how how do you just keep doing it more?
3: Oh, I really wanted to I really wanted to mention the scene where Kvoth tells off two
1: students in the library for talking too loud. Oh, my God. And then everybody
3: yeah. claps. Oh, my my
1: <laughs> f- <Yeah>. God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then he gets, like, suspended from the library. That, even though that he did the was... cool thing and everyone loved it. But lo- isn't Laura no. a rude teacher for that?
0: I was really confused by that scene because it's like... He doesn't like. Comp- he doesn't like try and defend himself. He just kind of like nods and is like, "Okay, I've been suspended from the library," and then like someone probably Sim is like, "What where to go, my guy?" And it's like it's phrased in such a way that makes it seem like he meant to get suspended from the library, but then like it never has any. And it was really.
1: I think weird. I think it's supposed to what we're supposed to take away is like he already like I don't think he did it on purpose, but because he was like previously like already like. Suspended for a way longer. Now he's just like, once Lauren like catches him, he's like, okay, whatever. As long as you don't like kick me out completely out of the library. Like if it's for two weeks, fine. I'm not gonna come here for two weeks.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just proof that he's being like persecuted. So we just need to like yeah. sympathize. Sympathize. It's just
1: like with that. Like it, it, yeah. he really has like this whole, and it's weird because he's not. He's not white, right? Like he's. Supposed to be like a traveler allegory, as a demaru, which like comes up sometimes. Like he has, he yeah. is. I'm not. I don't think I want to say racially coded, but like he's coded in a. He's culturally coded in a way that is an allegory of like some what something that would be racially coded in real life. It's a. It's a whole mess. Yeah. The whole like the traveler allegory, and it's like he's being discriminated about it. Sometimes he's being discriminated about it when Jason tells him, like, calls him a slur at the mm-hmm. at the beginning. Yeah.
0: Mainly, it's just he gets really mad when someone calls him yeah. a slur.
1: And
2: I other than that, part was Sleet as well. I forgot yeah. about him. Which one, somewhere? Sleet? The like, I was imagining him. Oh, as like a yeah, yeah, they the, like
0: the guy, yeah, super cool. Sort of he's like, like, that like when... I can get you anything in. He's like
2: the rogue NPC. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the crossbow guy.
1: It just his, his like raw heritage just like sometimes comes up and sometimes he's like yeah and I'm, I'm a demaru through and through and proud of it. Uh, and then like, but but other than that, he has, at the same time, has like this white guy persecution complex that like reads a lot worse today. I think than it would have like read in yeah. twenty eleven, I guess, but it's like yeah. I mean, the... it's
0: it's Patrick saying
1: stuff again. Yeah,
2: for sure, you know. I mean, but
1: I don't even mm-hmm. think Patrick is aware that he's saying this type of stuff. Like he, if you'd ask him, you know, he would be because he's a woke guy. Uh huh. <laughs> <Like>, he would <laughs> say no, that like reverse racism stuff and like you know the white guy persecution complex stuff. That's bullshit. I don't stand for that. But it does still feel like he feels like it though. <laughs>
3: Yeah, yeah, which
0: like, yeah, is, because it's yeah. like they they very much compare Kvothe and Sim where someone's like, "Oh, you don't talk about like your background very much." And someone's like, "Okay, but like does Sim does like they compare like the fact that both Kvothe and Sim like keep quiet about their like parents and background as mm-hmm. if those are the same thing, like being the son of a duke who maybe did some ancestral war crimes versus being a Damaru, a racially persecuted in
3: some places group. Yeah, and they are literally compared as if, like, Kvoth is literally like, oh, we all have reasons to keep our past to ourselves sometimes, and it's there. Like, those are incredibly different reasons. <laughs> yeah, it's, there's just like no, there's no like structural barriers, or if there are, they're not ever like, I mean, there aren't that there, there aren't structural barriers to him, like, and there aren't. <laughs> and like clearly there is like, really talk about it like there's I don't know it's just yeah, it's weird there's there's no like there's no analysis I don't know
0: yeah we definitely talked about this last season um, Pat's like like guy version of racism is someone calling you a slur and you getting mad at it instead yeah. of, like structural yeah. stuff
2: it's very um, shallow
0: but I, th- this book definitely does elaborate on like the women's stuff because there's that segment where like Devi comes to like the bonfire oh heist God. party and is like chatting with Fella, and then someone is like, "Oh, do all they women do know it. each other?" And Devi is like, "Um, yeah, because there's like only like a hundred of us at the uni and we all sleep in the same dorm, so obviously a lot of us." Remember
1: West Ham, Caleb?
0: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Very much so. Yes. Like, I don't remember West Elm. It was Canada, like when this one guy
1: got canceled over like TikTok for like having ghosted a lot of different women on Tinder, and they all like found out that it's the same guy, and then it became this whole like cultural move- movement that like finally like people like all over New York like went all over New York talk about like these issues of ghosting from this one guy. It got like way okay. out of hand. Like okay. I think they dox him or yeah. something. I don't know.
3: Yeah, it was a very weird. But like it had very this, weird. Time. It
1: had this Patrick describing or like Devi showing up here and be like, yeah, we we all have a history with Ambrose and and you know Mola is also here. That it really has like this lip feminist energy. <laughs>
3: it it massively does and it doesn't it doesn't fit to me at all with the way that debbie's been described no like we have this scene of her being like the top in her class and really power hungry and she's a money lender and you know morally dubious and then she turns up and she suddenly starts acting really like big sisterly towards Stella and like friend and like you know sisterly with mola and it just doesn't it doesn't feel right to me and there's that uh, you know, that women in the world know each other, and it's like, well, apparently, yes, and and I'm sorry, I, it doesn't feel like having the <laughs> university as an excuse makes the seem any less shallow than it actually is. It just means that, like, you, I don't know, it it really rubs me up the wrong way. I, it just feels like he doesn't know, like, how to write women. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: A <laughs> fucking, and I just do want to point out that Devi also points out how big fellas b'hongadonga b'hongadonga tits are
1: well that's, that's
3: yeah it's kind all of, like maternal like poly- and big sisterly and it's yeah.
1: yeah yeah cause she was um. like the eldest or whatever when they're like she knew them before she got expelled just remembering when she offered uh clothes to sleep with him um
3: <gasps>
0: why
4: was that <laughs> it, it, it gets She's it,
0: it so gets so another mention get it gets another archives. mention here like okay it's so because they're talking and i'm not looking at the book this is just going purely off of memory like it's coming back to me in nauseous waves about how like they're like oh well Kvoth, like you know Devi has your blood you're having maleficence done against you like can you think of any reason why Devi <laughs> would be mad at you and kvothe is like well um she... well actually now you mentioned it like she did offer to to sleep with me and Will and Sam are like, oh my god, what did you do? And Chris is like, well, I just kind of ignored it. And they're like, oh my god! And like, it's implied as a reason that Devi might be mad at him
3: for like not sleeping with He's a 15 year old! Yeah, He's a 15 year old. I don't get why she offered it in the first place, other than the fact that this book was written by Patrick. And it, it just, it's just, it's nothing to do with her character. Why would she offer that? Why is she upping well, her bargaining when he's already saying no? Like, he's not expressing...
0: Yeah, like, I think... Patrick's, I guess, reasons are that she's so desperate to get into the archives. I think oh, he was okay. trying to
2: say, like... Uh, th- like how desperate was she to get into the archives, and then he yeah. said he said that to like explain how desperate she was, rather than like that would be why she was mad at him. Okay, that yeah. makes more sense. But then the reaction because... was like, it seemed to me it almost felt like, oh, and you didn't accept, yeah, me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which bothered me a lot. Yeah, yeah. He
1: is he is very much fifteen. Um, I I just it's just that I think Patrick. The way he's a Joss Whedon guy, right, it it keeps coming back to this. Like, he must be incredibly proud. And I think this is... I've seen this on... Because one of the... I think the top Goodreads, like, often asked question about either this book or the name of the way, but I think it was this one, was, um, why is Patrick so bad at writing women? And then a lot of the answers were, no, what... A lot of the answers to that were like, what are you talking about? He came up with... (laughs) So many interesting and different women characters, like Devi. And yeah, Stella some of them have
0: and... A cups, some yeah. of them have B cups, <laughs> some of them have C. But C it has... feels like it's so diverse.
1: It feels like Pat, Patrick, like prides himself with coming up with different women characters. But that all that all gets undone when they have a scene where we're like, "Yep." We were done dirty by the same guy. Like, <laughs>
3: no. Yeah. Or, like, they all just sense. know each other, and it's just like, okay. Uh, it, that's just
2: weird. I remember like, someone mentioned that, like, uh, Alien was meant to have, like, a male protagonist, so they wrote oh, yeah, the whole I movie. That. Yeah. yeah i heard this. And then they just switched it to a woman at the last second, and it's like, there you go. Just. <laughs> Stop trying to like gender them so much, and you might actually write a good character.
1: Yeah, it just bothers me that like all of them like had, you know, at least had like interest in going out with Ambrose in the first place. Like, well, I mean, he's rich as
2: fuck. Yeah. I'm just realizing he's not good at writing uh, like male side characters either. So I guess it would just not I mean, work. Yeah. yeah.
1: I think, but I think that's I think that's kind of like the that's kind of like I think there's a difference between him trying on purpose to write diverse interesting women characters and failing spectacularly. But I think those I think the women characters are like really showy in a way, right? Like he tries to Devi is very much a character he he's writing to show off that it's like this lone shark but she is like kinda cool but ha ah, you don't know if she's gonna break evil or not. Oh, oh, maybe she is evil. Nah no, just kidding. Right, <laughs> he doesn't does this. Yeah, Whereas the male character, the male side characters, he he's bad at writing. Is just doesn't put any effort into them. Mm. Like I think there's a difference between like trying to like the the like show off uh, the women characters versus the like nothing male characters, and they're both. Yeah, and bad. I
3: think that's true, because I think Master Aladdin is also a, a side show
1: off character.
3: Yeah. I just. Having every woman in this book know each other and then
1: kind of trying to lamely excuse it doesn't And it's supposed to be a girl boss moment or it's supposed to be a it's supposed yeah. to be a feminist moment of oh, you it... don't think women talk within each other, gotcha like right? Like it's supposed to be this 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 Yeah. This moment of it's... just today, like this post went viral on Twitter of like someone posting a clip from the She Hulk show. <laughs> Oh my god! Did you see that? Where it's like she talks about how every day microaggressions are being done against me when I'm being catcalled and when I'm being this and that. (laughs) The Hulk sits
3: his green ass down and listens. Exactly
1: right, and everyone is like, "Yeah, there's gonna be." Or or the the post was like, "This is gonna be the first time a lot of boys will hear that women have these this perspective," and this feels very much like that. Like it's the same. um, Yeah, actually, women have this perspective on things you never considered like you think if you're like just like being shitty on dates that has no consequences but actually you know I can fight back and it fucking sucks
3: I know we keep comparing things to Marvel and Joss Whedon but it is like that fucking thing in, and I didn't watch the movie but there's that thing that like scene in Infinity War or whatever the fuck it was called where all the women are like arrive in one shot together Oh uh, yeah. And it's like whoa it just feels like that like and how it,
0: many women there
3: are? there's so many now
0: if it's coming back to how it seems like I feel like Patrick thinks that like building characters is including like the bisexuality thing, like building characters and building world is like including like. Little facts about these characters, like in your dialogue and in your chapters. Like, you just just put little things that, like, show a thing about a person, like, in the dialogue, but then he'll not actually, like, make them do stuff, you know? Yeah. Like, he includes, like, a little offhanded mention of, like, the bisexual people exist, but then, like, they don't affect the story in any way, or, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, yeah, he'll just do just little there. bits of world building that just exist for the sake of it and don't matter. Yeah. Totally. Which feels like why we don't know anything about Sim, because, like, he does all this stuff, but it never really matters. And, like, in these chapters, finally, the fact that he's into alchemy matters, because he makes both a special hand potion to keep his little hands safe from fire. Yeah, but, like, does it actually matter? <laughs> like, does it matter on, like, any deeper <laughs> yeah. level? Well, it matters for the mini Ambrose novella
1: inside this book. I hate how much of this is like. But that's it. <sighs> that's the other thing that Brandon Sanderson was like, in his Goodreads review, was like praising about Patrick is that he came up with such an intricate and interesting magic system that's like a part, you know, part science, and part like fairy tale magic, and part like pseudoscience or part like psychology or whatever, like all these different things, but it the the flip side of that is that Patrick is so so enamored with his own inventions in with his own like with the technical aspects of his or the gadgety aspects of his world building, I guess that so much of this was focused on gadgets in a way that is so uninteresting to read about
0: i mean honestly I kind of dig the Gadgety bits, like I, I enjoy the arrow catch bits. I enjoy whenever Sim is trying to explain alchemy, which by the way doesn't make any fucking sense, which bothers me, but like I still enjoyed that mainly because like they're not, no women are involved. Um, I mean, the,
1: the but arrow like, catch is cool, but like what the fuck is a gram? Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 like, I think the gram is as, the worst because the arrow catch is like something where you can, like, okay, I know arrows, right? I would hate if an arrow would fucking pierce, me, pierce my lung. I would be cool to have a magical device that repels guns being shot at me. The gram is like a magical device that averts a magic that Cat Patrick also came up with. Like, right? Like, it's... it's just nothing it's, for it's me a, to really. to. It's a little protection amulet. Like, a protection I think I just, against I just your found own it, thing.
3: I think I just found the gram thing funny because it, it just hits this kind of, like, uh, slang for drugs... And so whenever he's just there, like I could feel my gram up against my arm, and like his his professors quizzing him on it, and I'm just there, like, damn, yeah, you got to be careful, man. Folks,
0: but... I want to end the podcast.
1: Yeah. Okay. I think I think the I'm last with thing this okay, I want to I want to say my own stab <laughs> in the back, which is like a mine. Oh a yeah. thing. I thank you, Sama, for coining this. Um, of course. Because yeah. I I do have like a. Minor thing That is like there to annoy me specifically Is that Right at the very end Of this reading section In the, le- in, in the interlude He makes a Twin Peaks joke And it got me so mad Like What? I mean, yeah I mean, one of the I was One of the customers in. Says That And then there's a pause Was a damn fine pie
2: <laughs> Oh my god ah. did I miss that? Oh my
1: god! And then he keeps going on about how he—I wasn't actually swearing because damn fine is a region where it comes from. It's just like he really overexplains. It's a Twin Peaks joke, joke that he then overexplains, like the most obnoxious way.
0: Because you know what? I remember reading. I because again, I'm a natural skim reader, mm-hmm. which probably lends itself to how I managed to enjoy this the first time around Because uh, I
2: just missed half of it. Um, yeah. Same, honestly.
0: Because I again, I remember reading the bit of the joke about the damn fine Apple, like, oh damn fine, all one word is like a brand of apple. my dear wife, I wasn't actually swearing. And I was reading that like, okay, that's kind of a fun joke, whatever. But I was wondering why they were making it. And yeah, now I am. Um... I don't know, I think it's kind of funny. <laughs> it
3: gets a pass from you.
0: <laughs> it gets a pass from me. I think my stab in the back. Is just every single time that they are having a perfectly normal scene, and then someone's got to bring up dating or ask a girl out or oh, yeah. someone's got to comment on fellas' boobly breasts or <laughs> like they they're just going about their daily lives and sexuality does not need to be a part of this in any way and yet yeah. in Patrick's experience of the world, it's it's, it's, it's horny.
2: Definitely the biggest <laughs> like speed bumps in the book for me as well just all of that bullshit <laughs>
0: like every time it happens it just completely takes me out of it and mm-hmm. ruins my day mhm and I'm, I'm i'm actually having an okay time until it like it's my it's just not
1: book. normal how much everyone is obsessed with sex in this world like
0: it's really again is this just is this what patrick lives his life like
1: <laughs> <laughs> is he okay lord i hope not no, no he's not <laughs> Is he, like, married yeah, or I anything? Think... Like, what is his relationship situation?
0: I, th- I think he has a long-term partner who he has two children with,
3: because they sometimes go on his streams. Okay. He he dedicated this book, I think, to one of his children.
1: That's fine. <laughs> I <laughs> He's love a or okay. <laughs> I mean, the other thing that annoys me is, like, why the lore is so boring, but I think we can get into that another time, because uh, yeah. I'm sure yeah. it's going to come up with. I'm just... I just say that, like, at this point, like, like, this Chandrian stuff and this Amir stuff, like, I just don't know why I should care. Like, he doesn't have, it really makes me appreciate, like, George R. R. Martin's writing so much more that he always makes lore, like, actually come off as relevant to the characters in a way that, like, it's interesting. Like, everyone has, like, some mm-hmm. sort of personal trauma that relates to things happening in the past. And in this one, yeah. Quoth has the Chandrian trauma, but it's like, barely matters most of the time, and additional things, I just like can't relate anything to it. It's just lore for the sake of lore. I don't know. We'll talk about it. Yeah. More. We'll
3: talk about it another
0: time. Alright, gamers. Um thank you for uh listening to our podcast i do sometimes feel like every episode we circle back to the same fucking things but that is patrick's fault that is not our fault mm-hmm. he just needs to if he wrote a different about anything different at all we would have different stuff to talk about one day Maybe when he leaves the fucking university, we'll have different stuff to talk about.
2: Yep. So true.
0: So look forward to that in the next few episodes.
2: I'm excited, actually, for the next bits. I think it'll be a little bit more interesting. Genuinely, like, I know we're leaving the university. It's like my bright shining light at the end of the tunnel. (laughs) That,
0: like, I'll have cultural stuff to complain about instead of sexual stuff.
1: It's going to be a shorter section, so that's good. Um yeah, yeah i
0: think all the sections from here on out are Good. shorter um so uh yeah until then remember to block patrick rothfuss on twitter mm-hmm. it's for your health and yeah we'll see you on the uh road to tinue stop yes. grabbing my tits stop
1: grabbing my tits <laughs> stop, stop
3: grabbing my tits Bye-bye oh. Bye Bye, bye. 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 bye.